You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Welcome to episode one. In this week's episode, you'll learn more about how I got here and about some of the pivots, pit stops, and pitfalls I've experienced along my journey. I'll tell you about how I made the emotional decision to sell my first accounting and tax business, and then why I decided to retire myself from that side of the profession altogether. I'll share what some of my business beliefs are, especially when it comes to us money pros, and then we'll wrap up with a few of the things that I'm focusing on this year and want you to consider doing too. Now, in our last episode, I told you how I created the Spark Hustle Flow podcast to help ambitious money professionals launch, grow, and scale profitable businesses. How my job as a coach is to help you with the challenges that come with entrepreneurship, including all the tech, mindset blocks, and the marketing piece so you can focus on converting more clients and serving them better. I started my accounting business way back in the year 2000, before online business was even a thing for small businesses. Back then, it was all old school networking, BNI and chamber meetings, physical business cards, brochures, and print advertising. Back then, I'd pay to sponsor chamber networking events, and it seemed like the more money I spent on wine and fancy cheese, the more client consultations I could book. Back then, the key to building a profitable business was building a wide network of local business owners. But things are different today. In my opinion, The key to building a profitable financial services business is more about how deep you dig into a specific niche or industry or becoming the go-to provider who specializes in a certain philosophy like profit first or on certain types of jobs like cleanups or system migrations. However, those things take time to figure out really how they fit into the type of accounting or bookkeeping business you want to grow. So back to the journey. I ran that first bookkeeping business for about five years until I decided to move my family back north to be closer to my parents. It was still before all the online virtual options that we have today were available. So my only real option was to sell that business and start over in North Carolina, which is where I mainly work from today. But this time around, it was a little bit different because I decided to move back into a corporate role at the same time. Because I made that decision, I chose to focus mainly on providing tax services in my own business. I officially became a side hustler. (laughs) My thinking was that it would mean I was only stretched time-wise a few months out of the year. At least that's what I thought. But that's not really what happened. I seemed to be busy all the time. And by 2015, it all started to crash down around me. My home life was different because my kids were older and had their own interests. And I had actually gotten a divorce in 2008. And to cope with that change, I threw myself into my work. I would basically take any client who was referred to me. I didn't have a strategy at all. I didn't have help, so I worked all the time. I started to really dislike what I was doing. I had enough, I was tired, and I was unhappy. I knew I was burned out at that time, so I decided to make yet another change. I officially referred all of my clients out to other providers, and I retired myself in 2016. 
Some of my old clients are really still unhappy with that move today. And they remind me every single year at tax time. But you know what? It was the best decision for me then. And I still stand by it today. Well, after a few months, I realized that I really wanted to learn more about the online business space. And so I joined a couple of programs that taught digital marketing. I rebranded my business and I became a business coach. And when I first started that, I made some of the same mistakes I made in my financial services business. I worked with all type of clients from creatives to service providers. And then I finally got it and I niched down in 2019 and I created the framework that I use now to help bookkeepers who want to build their own successful firms and do it virtually. It all happened just in time for the pandemic, it seems. Go figure. But that's how I became a bookkeeper business coach. And now I get to use all the knowledge and experience from doing it, sometimes well, sometimes not, plus everything I've learned about digital marketing and coaching for performance and profit and share that with you. And I've got to be honest, I have so much more fun teaching, training, and coaching than I ever did reconciling accounts, researching new tax laws, or posting journal entries. Now, you're probably different. Hey, we're all different. It takes all of our skills, all of our talents and preferences to make the world of business a better place, and I'm here for all of it. But at the end of the day, I still believe in the accounting profession. I have a special affinity for bookkeepers because that's how I started my own business 30 years ago, way before I had my first degree. I started as a bookkeeper posting transactions into the subledger and reconciling accounts. I worked my way up to controller level and business consultant roles. The journey may have been long for me, but I always appreciate the role that bookkeepers play in the financial ecosystem. Now, I have some pretty strongly held opinions about the business of bookkeeping. And let me share a few of those with you. I believe that the role of the bookkeeper is the most important role in the financial ecosystem because it's the foundation of everything we do in accounting. And without a strong foundation, the whole house will just crumble. I believe that bookkeepers have been undervalued and undercompensated for far too damn long. I believe that things are about to change, though that bookkeepers will see a resurgence in demand for their particular skills and abilities, much like we've seen for virtual assistants in the past few years. And here are a few of my core beliefs about business in general. One, hustle is not a bad word. Hell, I even use it in my brand name. It takes guts and hustle to get what you deserve in this world. Nothing is handed to you. You gotta work for it. Two, Gratitude and ambition can coexist. Look, it's okay for you to want more. It's okay for you to aspire higher than where you are. It's not selfish. It's not greedy. It's normal and it's inspiring. Three, when it comes to believing in yourself, the thing that you're afraid of doing the most is probably where your magic lies. The thing is, you'll never know that until you just go for it. So do it. Four, if you don't believe you're worth it, neither will they. Being at the bottom of the totem pole, per se, in finance is a lie. It's been drilled into us bookkeepers since the dawn of time, and only we can change it. Five, undercharging is a disease of the mind. (laughs) Confidence is the cure to that. Believe in what you bring to the table. Believe in the value that you give. 
raise your rates, period. Number six, sales before spreadsheets. This is something that I actually preach in my free Facebook group for bookkeepers called Bookkeeper Basecamp. Selling is not a bad thing. It's actually the lifeblood of your business. Without regular sales conversions, your business will die. So that's what we focus on before we do any client work every single day without fail. And number seven, first and foremost, you are the CEO of your business. Own that role. Be that. Think from that perspective because your clients don't get to dictate how you get the work done, when you get the work done, and what you charge for the results that you create. You do. Act as the CEO, always. Okay, let's start to wrap this one up. It's starting to feel kind of long to me anyway. But before we go, I want to share what areas I'm actually focusing on in my business this year. I'm sharing this list in a particular way so you can use it in your business too. The first thing I'm focusing on is staying anchored. I know what my core values and my core beliefs are. I just shared a few of my beliefs with you. And anytime I feel out of sorts with things or things aren't going the way that I want them to, I go back to that list. I recalibrate and I get myself back on track. The next thing I'm focusing on is confidently stepping up and standing out. I've created the strategy to help my business become the premier coaching agency for bookkeepers today, starting with the launch of this podcast. Now, your strategy doesn't have to include a podcast, but whatever you do choose, be confident and be consistent with it. Better and tighter systems is the next thing. One of our biggest investments this year is on infrastructure. I want things to be tight, seamless. Intimate automation is the name of the game for me this year. The next thing we're focusing on is execution. My mantra is execute, execute, execute. Listen, I'm a planner, but there comes a time when you just have to do it. (laughs) And it's all about execution in 2021. Then we're focusing on audience growth. My goals and dreams are big, huge even. I can't do what I dream of doing with a tiny little audience. So we're executing a visibility strategy that will allow Spark Hustle Flow to reach a wider audience than ever before. And I'm really excited about it. And then finally, we're focusing on results-based service. Our purpose here is to help you launch, grow, and scale your business. Our focus is on results. So you'll see a more results-oriented approach to all of our coaching, all of our content, and all of our core offers in 2021. I am so fortunate to be able to do what I love. I'm honored to do this work. I believe in the power of entrepreneurship, especially for women. I believe in us. I believe in you. This podcast is my way of showing you just how much I believe in you and want to see you succeed in growing your financial service business. I'm here for you. And if you want to connect with me, be sure to join my community on Facebook. It's called Bookkeeper Basecamp again. And I named it that for a reason. When hikers decide to scale to the summit of Mount Everest, they always start at Basecamp. It's a place where you can get supplies, find a guide, plan your journey, and meet other climbers who share your goals. That's what Bookkeeper Basecamp is a place where you can get started on your journey to the summit of your business, where you can get the help you need to reach your goals and meet some cool people along the way. We'll share the link to the group in the show notes, but just in case, it's www.sparkhustleflow.com forward slash Basecamp. 
I can't wait to have you join us. All right, that's a wrap for episode one. On our next episode, we have our first podcast guest joining us. Yay! (laughs) It'll be super informative, so don't miss it, okay? All right, that's it. Gotta go. I'll see you next time. Ciao for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.